A new species of man has been born. The light seekers, the illuminated ones. By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Psalm 102, verses 18 through 22, speaks of the new species of man and their role in revealing and establishing God's plans for earth. This will be written for the generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. They were in concept, created before the earth was formed, but reserved for the end time, for their physical appearing. For he, God, looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven the Lord viewed the earth. To hear the groaning of the prisoner, those bound to the adversary through Eve's choice, to release those appointed to death, jubilee for man and all he had dominion over, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. No longer will man profane the Lord's name, as has Adam's race. With the Lord's blood flowing through their veins, the new species, his covenant people, will bring their sacrifice of praise, untainted and pure before the Lord. This all happens. When the peoples are gathered together, harvested at a feast, and the kingdoms to serve the Lord. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied the appearing of the end-time man many years ago. Enoch, chapter 58, verses 2 and 3. Blessed are ye, you righteous and elect, for glorious shall be your lot. They are the church glorious, and the righteous shall be in the light of the sun, so they are here on earth. And the elect in the light of eternal life, the days of their life shall be unending, and the days of the holy without number. Time will be no more. The new species will be the fulfillment of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50 through 54 as well. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom, those born of Adam, of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Adam and Eve fell from the perfect state of their original existence and became the altered, carnal race of man. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Let us return to Enoch to see how this change comes about or begins. Enoch, chapter 58, verse 4, goes on to say, And they shall seek the light, the word of God, and find righteousness with the Lord of spirits. In seeking light, they will find the Prince of Light, Jesus, the word of God. 
John chapter 1 verses 1 through 4. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The Word was given a body to live among us, giving us the chance to undo the harm Adam and Eve brought on man. He is truth. He is the knowledge of God. Eve chose Satan's lies and the darkness of his knowledge. All of her descendants, including man today, walk in that knowledge. It is the accepted and even treasured knowledge of the world. Enoch, chapter 58, verses 4 and 5, continues. There shall be peace to the righteous in the name of the eternal Lord. Through the new species, order will be restored on earth. They will manifest God's will, producing the fruit of His knowledge as they walk in the light of truth. And after this, it shall be said to the holy in heaven, the angels, that they should seek out the secrets of righteousness, the heritage of faith, for it has become bright as the sun upon the earth, and the darkness is past. Now even the angels will be able to understand and have access to God's knowledge, so heaven and earth will be in harmony. First Peter chapter 1, verse 12 shows us the angels do not know all things. To them it was revealed, or their understanding was opened, that not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Enoch chapter 58 verse 6 goes on to explain, And there shall be a light that never endeth, and to a limit, number of days, they shall not come, for the darkness shall first have been destroyed, the knowledge of Satan and the sin it birthed, and the light established before the Lord of Spirits, the word chosen and God's knowledge taught, and the light of uprightness established forever before the Lord of Spirits. In Revelation chapter 21, verses 22 through 27, John spoke also of this light. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. The word, Yeshua in Hebrew, Jesus in English. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Again, showing us this all happens on earth. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation chapter 21, 
verses 4 and 5, shows us the conditions that will be loosed on the earth as its inhabitants choose the wisdom and understanding of God's knowledge. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He started with the new species, and he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. The new species of man. Who is he? What is he? Where is he? The new man is one that is tired of the way the earth is run, tired of its lack of morals, the immodesty, the blatant disobedience to God's call for holiness, and decided to seek God's light. In seeking God's light, they found righteousness and embraced it. Love, joy, peace sounded so much better than the division, frustration, and hate found in this world. Some of them heard the salvation part of the gospel that taught how to start over, to be born again. They were taught to repent for their past mistakes, die into Christ's death at baptism, and resurrect into a new creature through His resurrection. Some went further still and were filled with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. But these changes, as wonderful as they were, many times did not last or did not feel like enough. There was more of God to know, a restoration to take place. Many let their carnal man take control of them again, and so returned to their Adamic nature, determining God let them down. But there were the light-seekers. These searched for the more. It has been this hunger that propelled the church forward and moved humanity closer to God's plan for restoration. Man rediscovered God's feasts and nourished their spirits on the spiritual food served by the Lord. They eagerly consumed the hidden manna, the mysteries contained in their portion, served for that age of the church. They discovered, unlike traditional religion, the manna God served was fresh and life-changing. God has patiently invited man to these feasts year after year, serving truth to those looking for it and faithfully revealing His plan to a man for a new heaven, a new earth, and a new man to populate it. So, who is the new man is solved. He is one that loves the light, that shines forth from the knowledge of God, eats of His word, becoming flesh of His flesh and bone of His bone, and Himself becomes a part of that light, an illuminated one. You can find them across the earth, the light seekers, in the brightness of the light of truth, he discovers many of the things he has been taught in the world's churches, guided by men steeped in the world's knowledge, were lies from the enemy, false doctrines, and now sees where Babylon has shaped and molded him to his defeat. A very real distinction begins to appear between the knowledge of God and the knowledge the world approves of and teaches. In God's light, the kingdom of darkness is more apparent 
Its sinister motives and the plan to destroy man are clear. The light seekers scurry to the light, and it is that light that opens man's understanding to the mysteries of God. God's plan for restoration has been there all along in Scripture. But because man was so filled with the enemy's knowledge, true understanding of God's knowledge was perverted in their minds. Darkness cannot comprehend light. They were blinded, could not see truth, and their walk lame. The fruit of feasting on the enemy's lies. You see, men live in the kingdom of darkness unless they choose the light of God. They must seek his knowledge, know the word, and become obedient to the kingdom law written on the hearts of the born again. All the universe moves in obedience to this law in harmony. Having perfect faith in the obedience of each other, resting in the order God set them in, man must come into alignment with the whole for perfection to be restored. In closing, now it is time man learns to walk to the Father's heartbeat in obedience to His law and in the light of His knowledge. It's time the light seekers begin to gather together to manifest His plan to the earth and establish His kingdom. Let the new species of man appear and be fruitful. Let him multiply, bringing others to the light of the kingdom as he subdues and restores the earth.